We now have an idea what was shot down last week by our government. And once again, we know that our government is completely incompetent. A big surprise about the status of John Fetterman, and when I mean when I say big surprise, I mean we shouldn't be surprised at all. And California seems to want to foster crime. Another reason I need to get the hell out of this state. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So I think I, I'm beginning to learn the Twitters a little bit. I, you know, I'm always on Twitter. I like Twitter. Uh, I get a lot of my news from Twitter. Since Elon Musk took over, it's really changed quite a bit. There's not as much crap on Twitter. Again, sometimes not having enough crap on Twitter is part of the problem. I mean, I, half the reason I like Twitter is because it's it's was really busy. A lot of organizations have left. But I've never really gotten the hang of how to use Twitter, and I have now. I've actually gotten gotten kind of used to it. I used to usually what I do is when I'm on and I see a story I like, I will go in and just re retweet that story. But no one engaged. Now I find that if I just start replying to people, I get tons of engagement. Now most of it's positive engagement. Some of it's not so positive. Uh, one of the things I did learn is that people don't take jokes very well. So there was one gal who, there was one video from someone I follow who, someone I follow, who had a, a little a martial arts prodigy, little girl, probably eight years old, using a samurai sword. And she was just flying all over the place. She looked fantastic. And I basically posted a reply saying that's why I carry a gun and I was making a joke the joke was simply this little girl she beat my ass and it's better to carry a gun in case I get into a knife knife fight with an eight-year-old martial arts prodigy it was a joke it was a joke now 99% of the people saw it as a joke and they laughed they responded I actually got three friends out of it uh but there are some people that just don't get the joke. There was one guy who explained uh, shooting a little girl is not a gun. What are you talking about, dude? I don't carry. I don't even carry a gun. It was a joke. But that's one of the things. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is I ended up with like seven, eight friends by doing this now. Not friends. Excuse me. They're, I don't know who these people are. Followers. And it's really helped this podcast a little. I mean, my podcast is actually going up now. But just the thought that these folks are absolutely insane. I, I, I mean, no one has a sense of humor. It's just, ugh. Okay. I don't know. I just felt like talking about that. And, you know, we're going to... I'm going to do something. I, get ready. Uh, I'm about to get banned from Twitter. And... I think it's going to be a good thing when I get banned from Twitter. Actually, I'll, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about it next week when I come up with a plan. I'm going to sit with Josie and figure it out. Okay, let's get to the news. This is going to be a longer podcast because there is just so much stuff happening. And I want to get through all of it. So, let's get to it. Um... 
So apparently the United States shot down, in Michigan, they shot down a $12 party balloon from some hobby shop. I'm not kidding you. So it was found that a group called the Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade sent up a silver-coated party-style Pico balloon. Now, if you don't know what a Pico balloon is, okay, because I didn't. I had to look it up. It's basically a Mylar balloon. You know, the kind that you buy over at, at Save-On for birthdays? It is one of those balloons. Some of them can run between, I don't know, $12 all the way up to $800. But for the most part, this balloon was just basically a Mylar balloon. On these Pico balloons, they stick a tracker on it, and, and that tracker will actually report its status to different ham radio operates. So this, this bottle cap balloon brigade in northern Illinois is a hobby group that deals with Mylar balloons, tracking equipment, and ham radios. So they set up this balloon, and the balloon had just been sent up okay, just been sent up, and suddenly it was reported, they reported the balloon's gone. Now, here's what gets really funky. These things aren't that big, okay, and the Mylar balloons do have the ability to get to 50,000, 60,000 feet. I mean, that's how strong they are. So they filled this balloon with helium, they let it up, and I guess it was a day later, they couldn't contact this balloon, and they reported it. Aviation Weekly came out with an article saying uh, one of the things they shot down was this party balloon. I'm not kidding. I'm not exaggerating. This isn't a joke. I had to confirm this four or five times. This is a legitimate thing. Now, here's the kicker. They sent up to attack this balloon. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. To attack this balloon, they sent up two F-22s and I can't confirm this yet, but a couple of sources said they didn't shoot one Sidewinder missile at this thing. They shot two Sidewinder missiles at this thing. Because you can imagine the Mylar balloon probably wasn't that big. And they couldn't tell what it was. Hey, you're traveling a thousand miles. I'm not going to blame the pilots here. Because some of the people are saying, well, why couldn't the pilots? Yeah, an F-22 goes about a thousand miles an hour. The question is, why'd you bother shooting it down? So they did. They used two F. They used two Sidewinder missiles. And by the way, a Sidewinder missile to shoot down this twelve-dollar balloon. This twelve-dollar balloon was four hundred thousand dollars per missile. So they, after all is said and done here, you're looking at the U.S. government spending. A couple of million dollars. And but when I say a couple of million dollars, you still have to send those F-22s up. That counts too. So $800,000 for the missiles. And then the pilots, then the planes got to go up. And then the planes got to be checked when they go down. They got to be maintained. Yeah. Absolutely insane. Hey, let me tell you something. This is the beauty. And our founding fathers knew this. Government sucks at everything. I actually think Abraham Lincoln, I, I'm not Abraham Lincoln, but Thomas Jefferson said that. I bet you if I look at the 
look at the Constitution, it is going to be in there. Um, ye government sucks at everything. Okay. In other news, John Fetterman has checked himself into Walter Reed Military, into the Walter Reed Military Medical Hospital for clinical depression. Now, you may remember last week he checked himself in because he thought he felt dizzy and he didn't feel good. Doctors didn't see any problems with him, so they released him. <coughs> if you remember, John Fetterman had a stroke last year. He ran for senator of Pennsylvania. And in the middle of his campaign, he ended up with a, a quite serious stroke. Now, a lot of people were bitching and moaning that, you know, should this guy actually be a senator? Because it seemed like his brain was a little off. Now, I'm not making, I don't like John Fetterman. I think he's a communist piece of crap, but it doesn't mean I wish a stroke on him. I didn't like my, I didn't like, I don't like members of my family. I don't want them to die. But the fact of the matter is he had a stroke. He wasn't well. You could hear him. I, I played tons of video of the uh, audio of this guy over the last year. This guy had no business being a senator, but his wife and the Democratic, his wife's a piece of crap. I I really wanted to cuss here and I but she's a garbage human being and she could be she could prove herself to be more of a garbage human being if what happens happens. But they pushed, they pushed, they pushed. And so he won it and then a month later after he becomes senator a month later he's put into uh he's put into a hospital for clinical depression which by the way is very common after having a stroke. Very common. And now the doctors are saying they don't know if he's even going to be able to recover because he is so off and he never had a, t a chance to rehabilitate. So at this point, they don't know what they're going to do. I mean, his wife is just a piece of shit. I'll cuss. I don't care. It's a podcast. She left him. She pushed him to run. Without telling him, after he had a stroke, you know, you gotta, you got to withdraw. She pushed him to run and campaign and campaigned him hard. Then, when he gets elected, he's sent to Washington, D.C. while she stays in Pennsylvania with the kids. The guy's left completely alone in a very high-pressure job. I, this, is a, this is a terrible... I would never do that to my wife. I would hope she would never do that to me. What a terrible freaking human being. Anyway, there is talk. So what will end up happening if Fetterman cannot do the work of a senator? What will end up happening is the governor over there, his name's Josh Shapiro, I think his name is. It, I don't know his first name. His last name is Shapiro. He will appoint another senator, and th that person will be senator f until the next uh, election cycle, which will be in 2024. Do you know who they're talking about? Giselle Fetterman, the wife. Now, she cannot, she cannot take that position or she will be demonized till the day she dies. I mean, there is just no way. If she takes that position, oh my Lord, what a mess over there. But we'll have to, we'll have to see how, what happens. It's just that, that this is all such a sad story. Okay, and there's sad news, too. Bruce Willis, who retired last year because he had aphasia. 
Aphasia means he had a brain injury, but no one was really sure what the injury was. Well, they find out. They found out um, he is suffering from dementia. Only sixty-seven years old. Um, he's already beginning to, according to the press, he's already beginning to show signs of it. And so, it, this this kills me because I like Bruce Willis. I. I'm probably going to be spending all weekend watching his movies. So, God bless him. I, I hope he's okay. Uh, another sad news, and unless you're old like me, you're not even going to know who this guy is, but uh, former MLB catcher and Hall of Famer Tim McCarver died. He was 81 years old. He played for the St. Louis Cardinals for, I think, geez, 20-some-odd years. Uh, let's take a look. He played for a very long time. Um, he had a decent career. I mean, I, I, I thought he was overrated. I didn't think he belonged in the Hall of Fame. But he does. He, he had a two seventy one average, only 97 home runs and 645 uh, runs batted in. Um, he played from 1959 to 1980. So he played 21 years, which is probably what got him into the Hall of Fame. He was a great catcher, and after baseball, he went into announcing. So that's probably one of the reasons why I loved listening to the guy. I mean, he over-talked too much, over-analyzed, was a bit condescending, but he was fun. So I, I, when I heard he died, it was sad. So again, he was 81 years old. I don't know if I said that, but... All right, so California, what a... Just mess of a state. And I got to tell you, you you've got to wonder if they're trying to make it a crappy state because they're doing such a good job of it. Uh, they're proud of it, as a matter of fact. So according to Red State, in an effort to make the state's education system even dumber, California legislators are considering legislation that would bar schools from suspending students who defy teachers or disrupt class. It is yet another foolhardy endeavor taken on by so-called progressives who think it will pr help promote equity or some other nonsense. You know, in other words, we can't suspend students because... Everything is racist. God, I'm, I hope I'm not violating some sort of trademark or something. Anyway, continuing, the Epic Times reported, or Epoch Times, I don't know what, it's usually pronounced epic, but okay. Uh, Senate Bill 274, which introduced, by, which introduced by Senator Nancy Skinner, Democrat Berkeley, there's a shocker, said such suspicions, suspensions lead to students dropping out and exasperate learning loss at a time when many are behind due to COVID-19 pandemic. Skinner also said such suspensions disproportionately affect black male students. You know why? Because black, black male students are too stupid and can't behave. What's that called? <laughs> Bigotry of low expectations. Anyway, continuing. Citing a 2000... You know what? I would love people to sit back and say for once... Why are black male students not behaving? Instead of sitting back and saying, well, they're not be misbehaving, so let's 
let them continue to misbehave, and then when they get out of school, then they commit crime. You know, it, it, that's the other question. I mean, are these suspect? I I know I'm I'm going off now, <coughs> but is the stu- are these students being suspended unjustly, or are they actually doing something and getting suspended? They don't talk about that. It's just they're black, so you can't suspend them. Okay, Skinner also said, I'm going to continue. Skinner also said such suspensions disproportionately affect black male students, citing a 2018 study that reported they are three times more likely to be suspended for willful defiance than the statewide average. Quote, SB 274 is based on a simple premise, students belong in school, end quote. Skinner said in February 1 press release, quote, instead of kicking them out of school, we owe to it to the students to figure out what's causing them to act out and help fix it. That's not what she's doing, though. All she's doing is permitting that behavior. That's the most asinine statement I ever heard. Why don't you figure out why they're misbehaving? And go from there. Take a look at their family life. Take a look at the school system, the education system. Can't do any of that. Because A, they don't want kids to have families. And this is, if she's from Berkeley, she's a far leftist. She's a communist, basically. And B, they don't want them to know anything. And C, they don't care about crime. Okay, continuing. If, if passed, the bill would permanently ban willful defiance suspensions from elementary through middle school by the fall of 2024. It would also prohibit suspensions for tardiness or truancy. That's great. So let me get this straight, according to the state of California. If you riot, that's okay. If you steal, that's okay. When I go to San Francisco and I stay at a hotel, the first thing they tell me at the hotel, I'm not kidding you, is make sure there's nothing in your car because they'll break your windows and steal something. That's the first thing they tell you at a hotel. If you rape, that's okay. If you molest a child, that's okay. You can thank Scott Weiner. I know you may sound like it may sound like I'm exaggerating. I'm not. You can thank Scott Weiner, the senator up in in Sacramento, for passing laws like that. You realize I could get more jail time. For shop, I, there's shoplifting's legal. I don't even know what I could get jail time for. But child molestation, that's, I think, literally a two-year sentence now. It's not even a crime. If you get the, if you crap in the middle of a street, that's okay. If you shoot up drugs in a park, that's okay. If you sleep in sleep in a tent in front of someone's house or business. That's all okay. All this stuff is okay. It seems to me, California, instead of preventing bad behavior, they're now encouraging it. They're promoting it. Why? Because people of color can't behave. That's why. Bigotry of low expectations. I'm not saying that. That's what they're saying. Oh, we can't suspend kids because they're black. Well, why don't you ask yourself why? Okay, it's just such an irritating, by the way, by the way, here's something wild and crazy. California's population between 2020 and 2022 dropped by, get this, 500 
thousand. Seven hundred thousand people left California between twenty. 2020 and 2022, and only 200,000 came in. That little nugget was released last week. So <laughs> good for them. Looks like they're going to lose another representative on the next uh, during the next census. Okay, here's something absolutely freaking crazy, and I, I don't know. It's not really crazy, but it's weird. I mean, so Mattel Corporation... Has just uh, they make toys? In case you don't know, they have decided to re-release Barney the dinosaur and give him an update. That's right. If you don't know who Barney the dinosaur is, I love you. You love me. It's a big purple dinosaur. I can't sing because my voice is gone. But it's a big purple dinosaur. Annoying as all crap. Uh, which had these kids. It was a live-action show guy in a big dinosaur suit walking around singing to the kids. It was one of the most annoying shows in the world. Kids loved it. My kids loved the show. I I just want to stick an ice pick in my ear. It was just a god-awful show. And I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of those kids were gay. I'm just saying. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. But those kids were all really weird. None of those kids ended up with, a, by the way, an acting career after that show. And I'm 100% positive it was because of that show. All right. Anyway, and, and the show was creepy. Barney was kind of creepy. And kids sitting on his lap. It turns out, yeah, maybe there was a reason that, sh that I felt the show was creepy. The guy who actually played Barney in the costume ended up having a career as a sex therapist. So <laughs> there you go. Sex coach. Excuse me. Not therapist. Anyway, Josh... Josh, uh, what's his name? Josh Silverman of Mattel, uh, an executive. He said, quote, We will tap into the nostalgia of, gener of the generations who grew up with Barney, now parents themselves, and introduce the iconic purple dinosaur to the new generation of kids and families around the world across content, products, and experiences. So, Mattel is basically hoping that some of the adults today who saw Barney way back, like my daughters, okay, they'll start watching the show again or put it in front of their kids simply because the daughter, the, the, the she watched it. All right. I Now, here's the thing. Mattel is going to have a real hard time understanding. The second a kid turns seven, they found the show annoying. This is not a show that a nine-year-old is watching. It is that. I don't know if you've seen it. It is that bad. Okay, so the show will be shown on YouTube, television. They're even talking about making a movie. God, God help me. If, if they make a movie, our culture has completely gone straight to hell. We went from Johann Sebastian Bach and Gone with the Wind to Barney the, Barney the Purple Dinosaur movie. Ugh. Okay, um, now they re released a picture yesterday of what Barney the dinosaur will end up looking, lot, looking like. People say he kind of looks creepy. I think he just looks like a cartoon Barney. I don't think he looks creaky, creepy. I just think it's, it's, it's Barney the dinosaur. I see the picture and I just don't want to watch it anymore. I would rather never see this ever again. So... Well, good luck to Mattel. I mean, it's capitalism. You have to try and make money somehow.
I guess uh, they just don't know how to do it. In another story that should go under the category of not surprised, Leah Thomas. So if you don't remember who Leah Thomas is, Leo Thomas is the dude that competed in men's swimming in at the University of Pennsylvania, decided he was a chick, and then all six foot four of them decided to join the women's swim team. And of course, the NCAA loved it. And then he won a bunch of championships. And by the way, he wasn't that great a swimmer on the men's team. He wasn't even in the middle of the... He was just lower end. He was a very fair to middling swim, swimmer in the men's team. Then he joined the women's team, beat the crap out of them. And, and you know, people complained that, you know, he's walking around naked in the, the women's restaurant. And by the way, he still has all his uh, faculties. So the guy's walking around naked in the women's locker room. Well, apparently, what we've discovered is he's a little nuts. He's not so stable. So there's a guy on the Daily Wire named Jake Crane. And Jake Crane did a little research on uh, did a little research on Leah, whose name is I don't know what his name is. I can't remember what his name is. They, they, it's like Josh or something. And maybe we'll see we'll see what it is a little late, later. So Jake Crane, who's not a journalist, he's actually a sports journalist. He was talking to a gal named Riley Gaines. And Riley Gaines kind of kind of informed him about what was going actually going on in this locker room. And so Jake Crane and by the way, Jake Crane, he's from the Daily Wire. That's where he comes from. Jake Crane decided to go to into social media and take a look about what this guy's all about. And he found some things. Wow. Okay, the best way to do this, honestly, is just to read you the tweets. Because he, he released a tweet storm about this guy. And wow. Now, I will tell you, it'll those tweets will be on my website because there is graph there are graphics. I do want to warn you though, these graphics are pretty freaking extreme. This guy is obviously got some mental problems. Alright, so let's as a matter of fact, what's weird is he actually says he has mental problems. He acknowledges his mental problems in the in the in the his social media account. Except he doesn't see them as mental problems. Okay, so thread number one. This is a... Uh, I hate when people use emoji. I don't know what that even means. We never expected to write. This is a thread we never expected to write. We sat down with the NCAA women's, sw uh, women's swimmer, Riley Gaines, and she shared some info about Leah Thomas. So we did some digging, and now we have a lot of questions. Is this what the NCA thinks a woman is warning what we found is jarring yes it is thread number two Leah Thomas appears to have two Instagram accounts his public account Leah Kate Leah K Thomas featuring a small handful of generic photos promoting messages like quote tr let trans kids play end quote then a private account Leah Timmis 
So imagine Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, just replace it with a P. And then it shows the two accounts. There's a, a there's a graphic that shows the two different accounts, and they look very... Um, the Leah Timmis account is actually a private closed account. So he has to approve you before he takes it. The Okay, so continuing, because he's going to explain. I don't need to explain it. Number three, in our research, we found the... Uh, we found the observant where's at where's resrar I can't pronounce that who identified multiple IG Instagram uh, posts about AGP autogynephilia that Leah Thomas allegedly engaged with AGP autogynephilia is quote male propensity to be sexually aroused by the thought of himself as a female so this is weird Essentially what it is, is you're not a female, you're a man. There are men out there who just get turned on by the thought they could be a woman or they are a woman. Weird. I, I know it's weird. And then <coughs> from his account, there are several pictures of two women kissing each other, women cr crawling over each other. For some reason, there's a religious picture and then there's a chick with a, there's a guy with a dress on and a heart on. And it says AGP trans. And it was liked by the other Leah Thomas, the Timmis account. Freaking weird. Number four. A similar image liked by Leah Timmis is still found on Instagram account of Gwen Weisskopf, Leah's alleged romantic partner. It'll get weird to that. Essentially, what it is, is it's two guys dressed as girls. It's just a real raw drawing. It's like what my kid would do if my kid drew crap like this. Of two guys who are think they're women and their penis is touching. Uh, it, they're hugging and their penises are knocking into each other. It's just weird. So, number five. Gwen, who identifies as his, quote, girlfriend, end quote, is also a, quote, transgender woman, end quote. I like the way they do that. There's no such thing as a transgender woman. You're either a woman or a man. There's no such... This is where this, is where this crap needs to end, and people need to sit there and say, listen, you're not a woman. You're a man. If you want to dress like a woman, if you want to cut body parts off like a woman, go for it. But you're always going to be a man. So to sit there and say transgender, there's no such thing as transgender. You're either a woman or a man. So he puts it in quotes. According to a GoFundMe for Gwen's breast augmentation, he's also, quote, unlicensed, an unlicensed social worker, end quote, living in Philadelphia, a.k.a. the city of brotherly love. So now they have two pictures of this guy and his, um, and his GoFundMe account. And a transgender flag. I what is that? I that's my gosh. A picture. It, okay, you're just gonna have to go. This is I think a sand crab or something. Okay, you're just gonna have to go look at it. It's weird. It's a sand crab saying "Go Leah," holding a a, a gay pride flag or a transgender flag or something. It, it's a weird picture. Okay. All right, and then oh, it gets weirder. Thread six. Unlike the private Leah Timmis account, 
the account of Leah's alleged romantic partner, Gwen Weisskopf, is open to the public. Estro Gwen... The account is called Estro Gwen to Gone. Meet Gwen. So, <laughs> the tamest picture is this guy, Gwen, holding, hold, hugging Le Leah Thomas, another guy, of course, uh, with his NCAA championship trophy after he beat the crap out of a bunch of women. That's the tamest picture that's shown here. The other pictures include a picture of Gwen dressed in bondage. And of course, the bondage they've got the is an upside down pentagram in the middle of his chest. The next picture, oh, it's so creepy. Next picture is Gwen in a bikini. Of course, a big bulge in his bottoms, holding up a samurai sword in the middle of a forest. Oh my God. And of course, Gwen's got blue hair. And the third is another, it looks like almost a anime or cosplay outfit where he looks like a, I guess it's an elf and all sorts of bondage equipment behind him he's just kneeling on the bed just so weird okay post seven hey by the way yes it's gonna run long but you'll have something to watch on monday because monday's president's day i'm not gonna do it now i'm not gonna do a podcast on monday so number seven besides posing in front of a bondage gear and in bikinis with a genital bulge gwen posts dark and satanic work there's a shocker do you know why they do this because this crap is evil. This, is, this isn't even evil. This isn't even demonic. This is satanic crap. One liked by Leah Timmis, ironically, joking that Leah will bring about the, quote, collapse of Western civilization, end quote, and another of Leah as a demonic dominatrix character. Now, I got to tell you something. Yeah, he's doing that. He's trying. And the fact that the NCAA accepts this tells you that, yeah, the institution is collapsing around you. Now, one of the, if this isn't a reason to keep your kids out of college and just tell them to get some life experience and uh, some sort of skill and stay away from colleges, this is a good reason. So let's talk about these pictures. So one of them is Leah, basically in all blue, and there is a, it looks like, I don't know what that is. I, you, this is, here's the problem. When you're dealing with the mind of an insane person, this is the crap you get. And you, you, you can't really describe this stuff. So it's this Leah guy in blue. I guess that's water. And there is a opposite character of him, almost a mirror image. And it looks twisted. I'm sure I'm not looking at the entire... Yeah, this is the entire picture. The next picture is... I don't know who this is. I would assume this is Gwen. In coat... It's a drawing. And it's his naked body, which includes boobs. So I don't know if the guy actually has boobs or not. Drenched in blood. The third is... I don't know who this is. I 
think this is Thomas looking like a vampire, blood coming out of his lips. Oh, my Lord. Wearing a dress with a bunch of pentagrams on his collar, red eyes, completely pale. Looks like a looks like a um, vampire. And the last picture is a demon holding a sword and a cat of nine tails, and it looks like a reward. It's a wanted poster. It says wanted for torture, conspiracy, aiding and abetting criminals, guillotine. Heavily armed and barbaric reward five thousand gold. So it's it's one of those weird, almost weird. I don't know. I don't know. It's almost like a video game. So let's go. <coughs> Thread eight. Are Gwen and Leah an exclusive couple, or in a polyamorous sex pod? One user, Crybaby Hellbitch, yeah, that's a good name, writes, nice polycule, and in parentheses, liked by Gwen, of course, on a photo of Leah, Gwen, and two other trans people in the post, Gwen tags a third member via a stuffed animal in the bed with Leah. So essentially, they show a bunch of guys all hooked up together. The, the faces are blacked out. It shows the, oh man, the names of these guys. There's Leah Tim Timmis, a picture of this Leah guy, which is why Leah Timmis is actually assumed to be Leah Thomas's account. An account called Cop Cock Poppers, and an, with another account called Cunnilingus and. Oh Jesus! Oh man, this is this is some weird stuff. And then there's the picture of him in bed, this Leah Thomas in bed. And then they actually have the polymorphous definition from Wikipedia. Oh man, this is just weird stuff. I've got to post all this. You can view all this on my website. I am not gonna describe everything. It's almost impossible. Thread nine. Gwen, in the dark top, and that refers to the picture, has also posted photos with one member from the transgender polycule post and the third additional person who identifies as a mean transsexual, according to their IG bio, each kissing one another on a trio beach trip. So polycule, here's the definition, all the people linked through their relationships, usually romantic and or sexual, to one or more members of a polyamorous group. So basically, it is, it's the virus of hooking up. So you know somebody, I know somebody, all three of us hook up. Weird. All right, so the pictures. Um, basically, three, one, the first is three guys on a beach wearing bikinis. All of them have bulges. The second picture is two guys kissing on the beach. By the way, none of them have boobs. So, I mean, they look like men. This is not a big big shock here. They're just kissing on the beach. Then two other guys kissing the same person on the beach. And then, you know, basically they're all hooking up. It's a, for, it's a foursome of guys. So number 10, 
perhaps normalcy can be found in Leah's wider social circle, like his friend Crybaby Hillbitch, who poses beside Leah in multiple group photos. Or not, Crybaby Hellbitch is another trans person with a hypersexual abuse fetish, or as he calls it, gory and stunning. And, oh my lord, I'm looking at these pictures, it's just a bunch of guys, they got now they got dildos, they got, oh my lord, Leah Thomas lying on his stomach with bruising all over his butt. He is wearing, uh, at least he's wearing a bikini, but, oh my lord, just incredibly violent stuff here. Number 11, one of the more shocking things, I don't know if I can handle any more shocking, by the way, I'm going this through this with you, I, I have not plan this. There's nothing on my website yet. I have to add all this crap there. So I'm as shocked as, as you may be. One of the more shocking things we discovered. On 7-16-2022, Gwen posted a series of photos of himself and Leah with the caption, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, basically, he the caption is cherry cherry scissors in others in other words cutting off balls supportive crybaby hellbitch commented ballless beauties which Gwen and Leah Thomas both liked so the pictures there is just Leah of course wearing masks Leah and this Gwen guy holding up peace signs wearing masks of course and then Leah Thomas in a surgical surgical room. I don't know what happened here. And then finally, Gwen in the surgical room. This is going to get better. On 8-6-2022, in the Polycule IG post, Gwen posts a mysterious round-shaped organ item in a, in a clear ball jaw. So, the idea here, these two cut off their, had surgically, their balls surgically removed. Does this seem normal? Does this seem like something we should be promoting? Do these two seem normal? What kind of insane crap is this? And then the last, the last part, and I, I'm, I'm just gonna read this. Jake Crane releases a, um, a uh, poll on Twitter, and he basically says, "So with that, we leave you with a poll. What is in the jar?" He gives you four options: Leah's testicles, Gwen's testicles, NCAA integrity, Chinese spy balloon. I, I'm sure the Chinese spy balloon was a joke. Well, 50.4% of the people, and there were 16,000 votes, said it was the NCAA's integrity. And they're absolutely correct. This transgender crap has to be seen for what it is. It's mental illness. I'm sorry. It is mental illness. And this just kind of is... This doesn't prove it. This is just another example of it. 
you see these, I'm sorry, a guy who says he's a woman and then tries to force you to be a woman, tries to force you to acknowledge them as a woman. This is all insane stuff. I'm sorry, it's all insane stuff. This will be on my website. I'll probably create a separate uh, post for this one because it's rather long. And I I don't want to, I won't lie, I don't want to pollute the other here. I it, This is just absolutely a terrible thing. But the NCAA accepts it. Hey, send your kids to trade school. Make them learn to do something. You know, I wish I had learned carpentry. Send them to trade school. This is just terrible. Okay, yeah, I'm really running long. But I got something else for you. So it'll get you through Monday. This one here, this is an actual teacher. And she promotes communism. She's actually called, she actually calls herself the communist, the, the activist teacher. Miss Luna Activist at on TikTok. So MS Luna Activist. So if you want to follow her on TikTok, you shouldn't be on TikTok. It's a bad thing. But let's talk about how she tries to promote communism in her classroom. Hi, Miss Luna, activist teacher here again, and I just wanted to share with you guys about how I am starting a new uh, communist lunch program in my classroom. So what I've been noticing is that my white privileged kids, they have much better lunches than my BIPOC students. So I wanted to make sure everything was more equitable in my class. So we started having a communist style lunch. So what I do is I ask all of the kids to put their lunches all together um, every item of their lunch inside of a basket and then at lunchtime I distribute it all equally to them so that they can all have um, a uh, more equitable lunches and I have this one white privileged student and he's always complaining to me that he's getting the hummus and carrot sticks while the other kids are getting the BIPOC kids are getting the six pack of Oreos and I tell them, you know, even though I am doing my best to make this equitable, we also have to make up for 300 years of oppression. Okay, so it's essentially what this teacher is doing is this teacher is stealing the food from kids. That's what she's doing. She's stealing kids' food. Now, if I were a parent, I'd have a real problem with this. But, of course, the parents don't know about it. This also shows you how effed up communism is. <laughs> because what she's doing is actual communism. Except in actual cause communism, they take away everything and the kids, the teacher would end up with most of the food and the kids, kids would end up with what's left. That's communism. It's theft. She is proving how bad communism is. Oh, by the way, of course, she's wearing a mask because that's what these people do. She's probably wearing the mask because if she gets caught, she's effed. That they will fire her right away. Or at least they should. I don't know if they'd actually, the school system would. It basically tells you, hey, um, maybe I should, you know, homeschool my kid or send the kid to. It's just absolute insanity. And for some reason, these, these teachers, they all do this crap. You can't become, I could never become a teacher, even though I've got the degrees and the credentials. I couldn't become a teacher because I, I don't do any of this stuff. The public school system is promoting activism. That's what they're promoting. They're not teaching the kids how to read. 
They're not teaching the kids how to write. They're not teaching the kids math or science. And the history is rewritten. So they teach the kids only that there was only slavery. I mean, if you talk if you talk to these kids, half the time they only think they think America has always been a slave state. It's absolutely awful. And that's why, you know, that's one of the reasons I wanted to run long. I wanted to make sure I got cover I got everything covered today. This is going to be probably a new segment because I want to. I I want to. I want people to hear what these people are actually saying. The problem with creating a new segment, of course, is that I have to find more music. Okay, so go visit my website. I'm going to have a couple of things out there. I hope you have a great President's Day. I don't even know if you get off. Josie, for example, doesn't even get off on President's Day. She's got to work. Which you know, Martin Luther King's Day, she gets off because that's the world we're living. Don't celebrate. George Washington's birthday or Abraham Lincoln's birthday, which is what we're supposed to be celebrating. Let's celebrate Martin Luther King's birthday, which, by the way, I, I agree with. We should. But, I mean, can't we celebrate all three? Then you're going to have Joe Biden on Monday posting a, th- a thing saying, Happy President fr- President's Day from the President, like we're celebrating his stupid ass. Visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I hope you guys have a great weekend. God bless America. Love you all. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.